everyone, and welcome to Recommended, where you find your weekend watch. My name's Brett, and each week, my good buddy Drew recommends me a movie that he thinks is the best thing on the block. And every week, I tell him how utterly trash it actually is. <laughs> Meanwhile, the movie I recommend to him is often the best thing in the world, and I hope that you get to watch it with us and enjoy it too. Drew, any comments? Uh, yeah. What what was that, Brave? Just threw me under the bus. You've I been thrown like... under the bus a long time ago, Drew. Probably explains a I lot. Mean, like, what? I mean, first off, a movie picks are not trash. <laughs> far. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen the killing of a sacred deer? I mean, yeah. Definitely not trash. Um, I thought she'd use the lobster. <laughs> Well, you know, season two, Brett. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so behind the times. Season two. Uh, give it the paces. You, haven't, but, you uh, haven't found a lobster version for season two. One that I just utterly hated. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Uh, I got your pick. I got your pick. It, um, it's going to be good. I mean, not for you, but it'll be great for me. Uh, oh, me. I just do not trust you ever. <laughs> but uh, anyways, let's let's uh uh quit the tomfoolery and let's just dive right down to business. All so right. um this we're week, gonna start off help, right? Yes, I recommended the help for Drew. Drew, tell me all about the help. Okay, so the help is this about this young woman played by Emma Stone. Um she's like an aspiring writer. Like she she's looking to get hired at a newspaper. Um, but uh, she, this takes place in like the 1960s um, in yeah, in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah Jackson. Um, I, had to, I had to think for a second. Yeah, in Mississippi. Um, so this takes place 1960s Mississippi and I guess um, back then they would have these these uh, Black women work for these white families, and it wasn't like it wasn't slavery, but like it was kind of like it in a sense. I'm sure they didn't get paid much money, but uh, the the families, the majority of the families were, let's say, not too kind to their um, to their nannies. I guess would that be like the the technical term, like a nanny? They were the um, help. They were, yeah, they were, yeah, the help. Um, I just didn't know if they had like a technical term like nannies or something like that. Um, but anyways, they would, yeah, they would help around the house. Um, they would, uh, you know, tend to the children. They would clean. They would cook. All that kind of stuff. Um, but they have been just severely mistreated by several of these families that they were working for. And um, this writer, about Emma Stone, her, her character decides to write a book about their experiences, like anonymously, um, and publish it. And it really just, it sort of shined a spotlight, get it, reference from last episode, <laughs> so it shined a spotlight on just like what was going on at the time in, a, you know, in the South, uh, pre-civil rights movement, you know, 
or or if not pre-civil rights and definitely right in the civil rights movement yeah it was right in the middle of it yeah so um yeah i mean it's it's an eye-opening film for sure um it has some great villains in it i mean you talking about like oh man some of the some of those women you just like ah man you want to slap um but uh but yeah it's it's a I would say, I mean, I would kind of categorize this as like a comedy, but I mean, it obviously has like some dramatic elements to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's some, there's some stuff in there that tugs at your heartstrings. Um, I like the movie. I enjoyed it. I've uh, seen it a couple times, and when you recommended it to me, I was excited that I get to see it again. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's quite like the. The romp through the American South, kind of. Um, so, I think one of the interesting things about this movie for me, maybe, a, and I'm sure you can relate to this as well as someone who grew up in Mississippi, um, I didn't see this, obviously, because, I mean, this doesn't happen nowadays. Um, yeah. But, they're definitely, like, the lingering aspects of that still around. And, oh yeah, and and so yeah. being able to see all that that all that happened, and I think especially growing up right outside of Jackson, like the mm-hmm. streets they walk, knowing exactly where they're at, and knowing that those things happened. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't think this is a true story, but it personifies a lot of the truth of what actually was going on. Yeah. Um. So. Just knowing their plight. That, that's one of the reasons I, I wanted to recommend it. Um, I know that it has a lot of white casts, and I know we're doing primarily black casts, uh, but it's such a eye-opening story of what was going on. The, the not even, like... I think it's like the white people didn't get, like... They thought it was absolutely normal. This was what they wanted. Like, this is good. Like, we're we're being so helpful. We're being kind. We're giving them jobs. We're doing all this stuff. And they were blind to their own biases and blind to their own faults and how they treated people. Yeah, this is definitely... So, (sighs) this is a movie that, if you're a white person watching this, like, you should... This will probably make you feel uncomfortable to some degree, especially knowing, like, it's like, you know, I'm glad I'm not like that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, it's good that they shed light on. I mean, this stuff, this stuff probably legitimately actually happened. All the stuff that went down this movie probably happened in real life somewhere Mm -hmm. at one point or another, you know, Um, and it does. You know, you get that sense of that, you, you know, just again, just why every time I've seen the movie several times and every time I'm just like, I'm dumbfounded as to like, it blows my mind that like 50 years ago, people were like that. Like people just treated people like that just because of a the difference in skin color. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it, it blows my mind like that um and definitely i mean obviously i mean racism is still very much prevalent today Uh, i don't think you know 
as great it would be to say, you know, it'd be great if it was going away, but I don't know if racism will truly ever be gone. But um, the thing we can do now in, in our time in the moment is just work to make it better, you know, work to make our time better. But, uh, but yeah, it's very much an uncomfortable, it'll leave you kind of unsettled at just like, I don't say like white guilt or anything, but it's just like, dang, you know, these people, they're just trying to get by. They're just like us. And I mean, you just have these people just like being so cruel to them for absolutely nothing. And, and like I said, I think the scariest part to me was that they didn't see it as being cruel. They just thought it was normal. Yeah, they, That's how they, they were raised. Like good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought they were they just, were just good, good Christian people. And it's like, that's, mm-hmm. you missed it. Um, yeah. One of the things I also enjoyed about this movie was that they didn't, um, they didn't just make all white people trash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's definitely villains and stuff, but there were a lot of people that were either like allies or understanding. Like you kind of yeah. had the spectrum of people who wanted it to stay the same, people who recognized there was an issue and just wouldn't, they're like, what am I supposed to do about it? You know what I mean? And then others mm-hmm. who did something about it. Uh, yeah. And in fact, you see at the end when the book's released, like, the impact it has on so many people who read it, and they're like, oh my goodness, this is how it is. This is uh-huh. what they see. This is what they experience. Like, it was like, I never realized. Um, and, but then there's some that, the villains in particular, that are just like, whatever, are, are angry because they find out it's about them. <laughs> yeah, that, um, who was the, the girl that was, like the evil girl in that that was like Jessica Chastain's character, I think. Yes, Celia uh, Foot. Like, oh my gosh, she was a good villain. Like I you hate her. If if like if the movie if the movie hits you the right way, you definitely hate her. <laughs> like yes. for sure. She did a great uh, job. But uh but yeah, she she kinda got her comeuppance a little bit. I mean, she ate some pie, that's for sure. Oh man. That was <laughs> gross. Very, very gross. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, Drew, tell me this. What would you rate The Help? I thought it was a pretty good movie. I think it has some, it has some humor and it has some heart too. Mm -hmm. And it has some killer, like, cast. Like, going back, like, I remember I've seen the movie a couple years ago, but, like, I just, I guess I forget, like, all played in the movie, and I mean, you got like Allison Janney, Jessica Chastain, Viola Davis, like mm-hmm. huge, just uh, actor of massive presence on you know on film. Uh, Emma Stone, obviously, Bryce Dallas Howard is great. Octavia Spencer, like there's there's a I mean, this is an all star cast for sure. Like there's so many good actors and actresses mm-hmm. in this movie, um, but. So, that, that being said, I guess I shouldn't say, but it makes it seem negative. I enjoyed the movie. It's got humor. It's got heart. Um, it's got a great cast. And it's a good story that, although it might make you uncomfortable watching, it needs to be told. Like, you shouldn't shy away from that. So, I'm giving it a good, solid, roundabout 7.5. Funnily enough, I was also going to give it a 7.5 for pretty much the exact same reasons you said, so I won't restate them. Uh, 
So we're right on the money this week at 7.5 each. Uh, movie for me personally, would I rewatch it again? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was good. Um, it is. Fam, IMDb fan score an 8.0 out of 10. Hey, um, Metacritic score a 62. Okay. Uh, I think that, I actually think that's kind of interesting. Um, I thought it would be higher. I do a little bit, but as far as like critics, critics sometimes can just be like they nitpick movies. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like anything like above a sixty for the Metacritic, I consider like a good movie. Yep. Well, then you're gonna love this next movie that you suggested to me. Moonlight. Yeah. Moonlight. Uh, to give you a little perspective, if you haven't watched the movie, is about a young uh, African American male who uh, you pretty much get to watch him grow up uh, from his childhood to his teenage years to his adulthood, and you mm-hmm. get to see his plight, what he deals with growing up in Miami with a mom who's addicted to drugs. Um, and a lot of other stuff. And so mm-hmm. she pretty much neglects him, doesn't care about him, abuses him, steals from him, everything. Uh, he actually ends up finding um, more of a family, father figure, mom figure in yeah. a drug dealer. Um, and then as he grows up, it's not just about, oh man, I have a druggy family. And I'm having to deal with that. He's also bullied at school from the time he was young through high school. He's just bullied constantly. Uh, always mm-hmm. get, being the brunt of the joke. People calling him names. Uh, beating him up. Everything. In fact, the first thing you see of, see of him is him being chased by three other boys who want to beat him up. Yeah. Uh, and to add on to all that, you, you have a boy who is struggling with his sexuality. And the fact that he's gay. Um, and trying to figure out, how, what do I do, right? Um, how do I survive in a world that where everyone hates me and all the things that I identify as or identify with are despised uh, and people are giving me crap? How do I deal with relationships um, with people who... I know like me, but can't be with me because it would ruin their uh, reputations and stuff. Um, how can I? How can I deal with my mom, who's constantly stealing money from me, but she's still my mom, right? It's so much that he goes through, and, and so you get to see him as a young boy dealing with this, and as a as a high schooler dealing with this, and where that leads him uh, inevitably to prison, honestly. Uh, And then as a young adult, as he gets out and is trying to make a living in Atlanta after he leaves Miami, uh, just to Mm -hmm. get away from all of it. Um, Drew, before I give my thoughts on Moonlight, Mm -hmm. I'd really like to hear yours. Okay, so... This movie, it's, first off, let me state this, if it hasn't already been said already, um, it's not for a young audience. Definitely, it's rated R for a reason. Uh, I would not encourage a 
a younger person to see this. But um, I mean, this movie is just—it's beautiful. It's—it's—it's it's, it's an artwork on screen. Um, the subject matter is a little dense, and it can—and uh, it can be um, to some people it might be off-putting. I wouldn't necessarily classify this as like like some people might would call this an L- LGBT movie or something like that because of the the protagonist being. Uh, homosexual. I wouldn't even know if I would classify as that. Like, I mean, it definitely has the theme of like his his uh his sexuality. It's definitely as a theme. But um, I mean, this is it's just a beautifully shot film, um, and it tells a heart wrenching story of a guy who just, as a kid and as a young adult, I mean, he just he had every obstacle in front of him. I mean, would that be fair to say? Yes, I would agree with that. School, drug addicted mother, you know, and betrayed by what he would probably call his his friend or his best friend. Um, You know, you see that in the second chapter. There's three chapters to this movie: one as a child, one as a teenager, and then finally as like a young adult. Um, But yeah, very much. I mean, this this kid was just set up for, he was set up to fail, and just to see what he he went through, and just it, it's heart wrenching, you know. And he and he was taken in, and he was shown love and compassion. And when he was, his character grew a whole lot. You know, you show you you saw so much growth in his character. Um, Phenomenal cast. There's not a lot of, I would, I guess I wouldn't call like big name stars in this one, but obviously like Mahershala Ali is fantastic. He's in there. He's in the movie for like less than 20 minutes. He won the best, best actor Oscar. I didn't think he was in there under 20 minutes. Yeah. He's there for a little bit. You can look it up. Like it's legit like less than 20 minutes of screen time. Well, that might be uh, true, but he played roles in both his young life and his teenage life. So. He was yeah, there, yeah, even he went on the screen. His presence, I guess, is felt through the movie, but um, but actually, like on screen, he's not on screen for long. And then, uh, I mean, obviously, both all three of the actors that play Chiron, the uh, the main character, is just, I mean, they're incredible. They're really great. So, and, uh, yes, one of the things I would say is I think the name of Chiron was very intentional because. Uh-huh. He was so shy all of his life uh, to the point where I wondered at one point, I was like, are they, is that just a nickname they've given him? Like, but it's so, not. and, and also uh Chiron is the, um, or Chiron is the, um, one of the characters in Greek mythology. Oh, okay. And it's, it, uh, and his name means broken healer. So that is also pretty fitting. Too, yes, I would say. Very well. true. Would agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like I said, the subject matter. It might turn some people off, and it's definitely. I mean, it it goes deep. You know, you're not gonna lie. Um, but beautifully shot, beautiful movie, beautiful story. I would highly recommend it, and I recommend it to you. 
So uh, tell me your thoughts about it. What do you think? So I think the cinematography was phenomenal. How they uh, the shots that they did, especially, was uh-huh. were so good. Uh, they made you feel often like you were there in the experiencing it with them. Uh, and the soundtrack too, like the score was amazing. The like score the music. was great. Drew, I'm about to break your heart. I was bored the whole movie. No. I, what? And don't get me wrong. I get what it was going for. I understand the significance of it. I know why it's highly rated. I get all those things. But it was not for me. And and some people be like, oh, it's because it was a gay guy. No, it has zero to do with that. It was just the pacing of the story, how it played out. Like I know people like those type of movies. It was not for me at all. Okay. I can I can appreciate it for that it is art. Uh not much more than that. Okay. Did I break your heart? No. I mean I mean you have your you know I mean everyone's entitled to their if it makes you feel better, I know I'm in a minority. Yeah, I think so. I think you're definitely in a minority. And that's not me like crapping on you. No, like, I'm just, I see like, the reviews this, I mean, or the ratings. This, this movie is like legitimately I mean, amazing. it won three Oscars, had another 227 wins it's and 290 true. nominations. Like, yeah, I get that. It just, it was boring to me. It just wasn't for you. Yeah. I was bored the whole time. Um, with that said, break your heart even more. I know in the past I've kind of said, if I can get what they were trying to do and it just wasn't for me, I would give them kind of a fair rating. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of changing that and saying it's me personally. Where would I rate it? Man, it's going to be a five. Oh, that's terrible. I know. I wouldn't watch it again. Like, I, uh, if that's the style of movie you like, you would love it. But it, it just was not for me. Yeah. And again, I and you and I both we have different ratings. You you rank yours legitimately on if you would watch it again. Yes, that's how you rank your movies. I don't necessarily do that because there are movies I love and they were amazing, and I'll only watch them once. And like that's it. Like that's and it sounds strange because I know it's like, well, if you love something, why wouldn't you watch it several times? I don't know. That's just I, I loved it. It was amazing. I'll only watch it once. Um, and this movie might fit in that category. Like, it's heart-wrenching. I don't almost... It's like an emotional roller coaster with me. Like, I don't... I almost don't want to see it again. But um, to me, it's very difficult to get a perfect movie. There's, like, very few I can actually think of. The only thing that made me miss this movie was I wish Mahershala Ali's character would have just been in the film longer because he's such a incredible actor but i'm giving this movie i'm giving this movie a nine i knew you'd do that um yeah and like i said if it was my type of movie i might be up there with you it it has nothing to do with the cinematic value of it um it has everything to do with like was i interested did it capture me and it just didn't i can see how it would for some but just it wasn't for me what's that metacritic score uh well the IMDb fan score is seven point four but the Metacritic score is a ninety nine. Yeah, a bit yeah. high for me. That's right. That's right. I mean, in all fairness, I, I get it. I think ninety nine is way too high, and that's not just a oh well, Brett, you didn't like it. I mean, just in general, 
I think that's way high for the movie. Um, I kind of expected like a 90 or something. I yeah. expected it definitely like on a scale of nine for sure. But like, I was actually shocked when I saw 99. Yeah. Anywhere between like 85 to 90 was where I was expecting. 99 just feels like over the top. But yeah. everyone's got an opinion, right? Yeah. That's it. So, with all of that said, Drew, we had two pretty good movies this week. Uh, well, I had a great movie I picked out for you. Um, you can watch The Help and Moonlight on Netflix if you would like to catch up. But if you would like to watch with us going into this next week, you're going to need Disney Plus because, Drew, you're going to be watching Black Panther. Oh, okay. Yes, Drew is not a big superhero movie guy, but Black Panther is phenomenal, and I know he's going to love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard enough about it. Like, yeah, I'm I'm sure it's great. The late great Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I right, think well, you'll like it. Yeah, I, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Um. All right. So, my movie, my turn. Um. This movie came from 2017, and um, it's a really great film uh, about the, and ironically, you know, from like the help and stuff, this movie also takes place in Mississippi, Um, but this is Mudbound. It's on Netflix. I think Netflix actually like produced it. Mudbound, one word. M-U-D-B-O-U-N-D. Okay. Um, great movie. Uh, any any on Netflix. hint to what it's about? Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, it's these two guys. They, uh, one, uh, they, um, they return home from like, World War II, and they, they deal with like racism and just uh, they're, they're soldiers, they're veterans, and um, yeah, I mean it's uh it's it's a good film. Okay. I think you'll like it. I think so. So I will be watching Mudbound this week. Drew's gonna be watching Black Panther. If you'd like to watch those with us, you can check them out on Netflix or Disney Plus, respectively. Or maybe you wanna check out The Help and you can find that on Netflix. And for some reason maybe you just love, love, love yourself. Uh, a slow burn movie without any action and it's just all about coming of age. You can watch Moonlight on Netflix too. I'm I'm being so harsh to that movie when it doesn't deserve it. It's fine. It's just not for me. Uh but anywho, Drew, any closing thoughts? No, I think I'm good. Alright then. That's gonna be all that we've got for this week. Thank you so much for watching. We hope you have a great weekend and um Good luck in your bets for the Super Bowl, I guess. Whatever you may have. Um, kind of hoping the Chiefs win because he did not like time today. But we will see you next week. You're on record. Y'all have a great week.